You like rap music? Yeah, sure do. Who's your favorite rapper? Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Mr. Brian Green. Brian Green. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. He's always delicious. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Welcome to With Brian Austin Green. Now, here's Brian Austin Green and Derek Russell. I'm Brian Austin Green, and uh, welcome to With Brian Austin Green. Um, I'm your host, and Derek Russell is your other host. Hi. <laughs> I like how you went down from last week, like my friend and my co-host Derek Russell, to, to and here's another host. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 and, and he, well, no, Derek's also my friend. <laughs> let me just, let me, let me just. I wasn't trying just to for just to to make him feel better. No, and, you know, keep, trying to keep him breathing. <laughs> Let's just say he's my friend also. Let's already jump off me. We've got a we've got a guest today. Uh, friend, longtime friend of mine, and, uh, and 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 has interviewed Brian uh, a plethora of times. Joining us, uh, Mr. Damien Holbrook from TV Guy. Damien, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm good. How you guys doing? We're good. Damien, I hope I hope when you interviewed me, I was I was coherent and interesting. You were, because actually, unlike, remember, unlike this show. So when you when that when you did the Freddy sitcom, yes. you realized yeah. that that was the point where everyone realized they were like, oh my god. David Silver got really hot. I that's that's what I thought. That was your turning <laughs> point where we were all like, "Oh, let's let's lean into this because all really of a sudden, hot all of a sudden. Jesus yeah, hot and comedy. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what's what's funny about Freddie? I've uh, I've shared this story before, but I'll I'll share it with you because you're new here and I don't bore you. Um, <laughs> I uh, up until Freddie. <laughs> Every every sitcom audition I'd gone in for, like all the feedback was the same. It was like, did he not like it? Was he not interested? Was he sick? Oh. Uh, yeah, they they just didn't like what I did. So uh, so I, I had a very specific style of comedy. Like you know, I uh, Derek and I have talked about the fact that we love the Cable Guy. Uh, you know, I love these oh. very dark dark comedies and okay. and. And these uh, these dramatic situations that are just funny by nature in in watching them, not punchline funny, you know, because I'm not I'm not a stand up comic. That's not so you like the you like an FX comedy style, right? Exactly. Yeah. If, right. if I knew what that meant, then uh, I would well, I would agree. Like the I, FX I, comedies I, are like you're the worst, and uh, the the other one with uh, Pamela Adlon, like where it's they're situational, but they're not joke based comedies, and they're usually dealing with something a little less. Yeah. formulaic you, you know what show, you know what show I, I like a lot is uh curb your enthusiasm and and i really i like uh uh arrested development now that's oh. i i watch a lot of that so do you like the do you like the new version that they've done on netflix i don't i don't like i don't want to say that i don't like the new version because i i think the show is just is is really good sort of all over the place but uh the the earlier episodes were funnier yeah yeah, I, I thought, but you know the the style, the thing that I like about those, aside from Jason Bateman playing just a great straight man, yeah. is the idea that they are. Uh, it's a situational comedy. Like the situations are funny. It's not about right. telling jokes or trying to make people laugh or you know. It's they they happen to drive a car that has you know stairs to an airplane stairs, yeah. you know it's it, it's those things where you you sort of you chuckle because it's a funny situation like i i loved in the cable guy when he's 
calling Matthew Broderick in his van and the spider runs across his face. Like you don't, you know, you have to watch two or three times to really get that because it's right. a daddy long leg and you don't notice it at first. And, and then you watch it, you go, that's fucking brilliant. Like that's, yeah. that's like, genuinely that, like who thought of that? Yeah, yeah. That's genuinely funny. Like I can't, you know, you, you can't write that kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that just comes to your head as you're in the moment. And, uh, and so when I went in on Freddie, Bruce Helford, who, uh, who created oh. the show, who, uh, who was a big part of Roseanne and the reboot. And then yeah. he also did anger management. He, yes. uh, he got my funny, he, he got my style okay. and what I did. He, you know what? That guy's really funny. And, uh, so that's sort of what they wrote to on Freddie and, and they, he really paid attention to what my strong points were and what my, what my weak points were. And, you know, right. he, he and, and Freddie and, uh, and Freddie's friend Conrad really made me funnier. Um, Interesting. Nice. Cause they, they paid attention to what I was good at. Right. And, you know, and, and I think, I think people that are really good at anything sort of figure out what's in their wheelhouse and then that's what they do. Yeah. And that is, that's truly like the best shows anymore. Like what they're, when they're working with who they're working with, you know, they're not just putting down a script and saying, all right, deliver this. Right. You know, you see it in parks and rec, like they wrote to those people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I did Freddie and, uh, and yeah, that was the first time that was the first time in front of an audience. I had, I had really tried what I thought was funny and the audience seemed to react and, and thought it was funny as well. So then I was like, Oh, I, you know, I I'm, I'm onto something like there's, it's, I'm, I'm not this guy that is fucking sick. Whoop. Nope. He cut out. He cut out. Brian. You there? I am here again. Hey, there he is. There we go. Hey, on video. Now there you're is. on video. <laughs> yes. How, wait, there is. Look how, at that drum set. Oh, wait. So, yeah. Right. Oh, there we go. Oh, he, okay, <laughs> he said no. Uh, we, don't get the, we don't get the yeah, no. private look into the world of Brian Austin Green. The, the private life of me. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so, yeah, I was saying that, you know, that was the first time that in front of an audience, I, uh, I got to sort of try what I thought was funny and people seemed to respond to it. And, and I thought, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm onto something like I don't, I, I'm not what everybody, what all these casting directors have thought. I'm not right. somebody that thinks they're funny, but then other people go, yeah, you're not really funny. You know, it was like, no, I'm genuinely, I'm, I'm genuinely good at what I do and, and what, and what my instincts are. And so when, when I did, uh, anger management, I did one episode and it was for Bruce Helford who had created Freddie totally and he was, sense. he was like, he was like, Hey bro, you want to come do an episode? And I was like, yeah, I, I had met, uh, I had met Charlie before when he was doing two and a half men and I was doing uh, Sarah Connor over at the Warner lot. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I said to Bruce, I was like, you know, Charlie and I actually, we, we, we talked a while there and, and, uh, you know, he, he's really cool. Does Charlie know that you're coming to me? And Bruce said no. And, uh, so I went and I did one and then, um, I was done. I did one episode and then all of a sudden I got a random call from Bruce again saying, Hey, do you want to come and do uh, 40 more? It was like <laughs> 40 yeah. more. Are you serious? Because we have a contract for like a yeah. hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had this crazy deal at FX. It was called yeah. a 1090. So Still they do sick. 10 episodes. And if the ratings are, are decent, then they get picked up for the back 90 episodes. And so it's, t- it's the idea is that it puts the show instantly in syndication. Yeah. It was you, do a, you do a you do a hundred episodes. Crazy deal. 
crazy fucking deal that I'm sure FX is never going to do again or anyone for that, for that matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so I went and I did 40 more and, uh, it was, it, it was, it was fun. I had a great time. Charlie was a great guy. We had a lot of fun. We, we had a really crazy schedule where we do two episodes a week. So we shot it like a live audience, but there was no audience there. Um, but they, but they had a single stage that, that was like what you would have on a live audience show. So we, uh, we rehearsed and shot one episode in two and a half days. And then the other two and a half days, we, we shot another one. So we do like a soap opera schedule. Oh yeah. It was crazy. It was insane. I, I mean, I, I always give Charlie credit for the fact that like he, you know, he was there and he had by far the most dialogue and, and right. just to, to remember all that was, was pretty amazing. Wow. I have yeah. that same 1090 deal with cinnamon rolls. If I enjoy the first <laughs> right. 10, yeah. I get the back if you nine. Have 10. Derek, Derek eats 10 and then if they're yeah. good, if they're good, I get the back more. nine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or if they're yeah. just, if they're there, mm. Yeah, I, I, I got a secret. Has, I got a secret for you. With Pringles too. Yeah, I got a secret <laughs> yeah. for you. They're always good. They're, they're never not good. You you have made some interesting career choices though from time to time, Brian. Uh, for instance, we didn't get to discuss Thanks. this last week. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I just I got to talk is that, about. Is that a, a compliment? Sort of. I got to talk about you being on. I got to talk about you being on Unsolved Mysteries here for a minute. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. Okay, I no, do no, actually. Go ahead. Go ahead. Damien, uh, yeah, have you got please. your phone? I need to text this to you. So, so you could see. Unsolved? Were you like? Were you? No, uh, no, 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 no. Just do you have your cell phone? Though? Look at the picture yeah. I just Derek's texted you text first. You a picture. No. He texted to me, and which, by the way, I showed to Megan, and she was like, "Nah, she didn't see it." Megan right. didn't see it. No. It looks no, just I, like you. No. I see. This is um. What's his name? Anthony Edwards, isn't it? I. I is that <laughs> Anthony Edwards? Surely not. It does not look like Brian Austin Green. That at looks all. like Brian Austin Green with no hair. <laughs> I actually, I actually, in Derek's defense, I thought that was me for a second. I was like, wait a minute, did I do unsolved mysteries? McBride. It looks like a gritty Seinfeld reboot, and you're playing George. It's true. <laughs> Except there was no uh, gritty Seinfeld reboot. No. Or, no. and I have hair. I'm sorry that that looks just like you to me. It does. Yeah. Wow. Well, to me also. And then I showed it to Megan and she literally, she was like, nah, it doesn't look like you at all. See, like, Megan what? Page. Megan's disappointing like me. Yeah. See? So I think, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's like one of those pictures where somebody says, you know, what are you seeing? You either see a witch with right. like a, a fur coat or you see a beautiful like woman. A, it's one of those like, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> an old lady upside down or a Victorian woman wearing a doily. <laughs> right. Yeah, That's I'm actually like, what it is. Yeah. I'm trying to like, you know, put my thumbs over the chin and the head to see if a face pops. Like, no, this is not. No, that looks nothing like you. I'm, <laughs> if you cover the head. You. Yeah, I'm covering the whole face and it still doesn't. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> you cover he's, the... he's literally closing his eyes and it still what doesn't look like What kind of hooch are you drinking down there? <laughs> <laughs> That's you guys are making uh, the homemade. The homemade yeah. stuff there, right? That's bathtub gin. That is yeah, that is totally. Brian's eyes and scruff. That's Brian. <laughs> no, that's some that's some fucked up fan fiction stuff you got going. <laughs> right Derek was like, "Hey, good work on uh, on unsolved mysteries." I was yeah. like, "I didn't do fucking unsolved mysteries." <laughs> but what's funny though, and and I, I'm sure you haven't listened to the show because it's stupid, but yeah. uh, we actually did one episode where he, Derek was swearing. He was like, "You did a, a Game Boy commercial," and oh. I was like, "No, I." fucking didn't and he was like no you did 
It's like I, I never did a Game Boy commercial, and he sent it to me, and I and I watched it, and I went, "Holy shit, I did a Game Boy, <laughs> a Game Boy commercial!" <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't remember. So either either you went through a really dark period where you forget your work, or Derek is the creepiest super fan. Well, <laughs> Derek is a creepy super fan, but <laughs> in 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 my defense, because I need one, I was like ten. Oh, when, oh, when oh I did, that's I was a kid when I did creepier. the commercial. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And did they at least give you a Game Boy when no, you did the commercial? No, they no, they gave me no Game Boy, no games, that. no anything. Yeah. You don't remember? Was, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember until you until I saw the commercial, and then I remembered like I was excited doing it because I thought, oh shit, I'm gonna get a Game Boy and some right. games, and I got nothing. What commercial wow. was that that you did that they gave you so much and you got sick? It was a cereal. Well, no, I did. I did an Oreo commercial that, that oh, I got Oreos? sick from. But I did a uh, I did a Pepsi commercial and it was uh, it was for the Tour de France and they gave me a twelve speed bike that's which was nice. pretty cool yeah it was pretty cool yeah, I had a really I had a really yeah. nice like bike and I was like Jesus Christ this is yeah. you don't even have to pay me just give me a bike and then you're like but what am I gonna do with this I live in L A <laughs> I live in Los Angeles and I can't and I can't shift gears I can't even fit on this thing. Yeah, those things are like those things are like surgical instruments. Yeah, no, it was a it was a real fucking bike, man. I was wow. like, Jesus Christ. So, so now, yeah, that was cool. And then uh, yeah, I got shafted by Game Boy, and now, I got I shafted never... by Macy's. Derek and I talked about Macy's. Well, that's Macy's. why they're business. Yeah. So so when uh, when we were doing nine hundred two one zero, Luke, myself, and Gabrielle went to San Francisco. I think it was to do some sort of a, uh, a, a promotional thing for Macy's. And so part of it was they, they brought us into the store or into a store with a photographer and they fit us for all these clothes, like for suits and jackets and all this oh, cool nice. shit. Yeah. And then the clothes were never sent. Oh. So we went back to LA and a box of clothes never made it to us, to any of us. We were totally shafted on clothes. Wow. So go fuck yourselves, Macy's. Exactly. Now, here's yeah. a, speaking of suits, I think the first time I interviewed you mm -hmm. was it was also at TCA. It was at the Supper Club on Wilshire. I don't even know if that place is still there. It was, I want to say, it was the season that Luke came back to the show. Right. And you showed up in a beautiful, bespoke suit. Uh -huh. And you were telling Aaron about having this suit made. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was – so it was Aaron, Candy, because this was the, the first – like Aaron brought me to the table because I was an Aaron Spelling super fan. And he had me sitting with um, – it was him, Candy, you showed up, Tori, Heather, Jamie Lunar, Noah uh, – what's his name? Uh he was from Philly. Oh, 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 from uh, from our show. Yeah. Um, uh, Vincent Young. Vincent Young, yes, because yes. he and I are both from Philly. Uh, and it was like, it literally. Well, then why the do you have a New Jersey sweatshirt on? Oh, because uh, I was there this summer. Oh, awesome. Because when you live in Philly, you go to the Jersey hey, Shore. Yes. Backstory. <laughs> it's important. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, it was literally one of the greatest moments of my life was sitting with Aaron Spelling and the cast of 90210 and Melrose Place. <laughs> yeah. My boss saw it, and he came over to me afterwards. He's like, I, I can probably just declare the time of death now. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, I've peaked. Like, that is the greatest moment of my life. It's why I write for TV Guide. And then not... you woke up the next day, and you're like, that sucked. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck are the X-Files people? <laughs> right. 
this show's gonna get fucking yeah. canceled. Bring on that '70s show, Jesus yeah, Christ! That was actually, it was the season the '70s show started. I remember the season that uh, we went to the Upfronts and the X Files. Funny enough, like was premiering and they showed the trailer for it. My dad sitting there going, saying to me, that's going to be a fucking amazing show. And oh. I was already doing a show on Fox and I was like, thanks dad. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, like, and then sure the enough, it was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, totally. It was awesome. <laughs> Brian, you want to see what a good show looks like? Check out this trailer. Yeah. yeah check out Why aren't you on that yet? <laughs> You'll wish your show was this good. Now here's my question because it is the season. How have you not done a Hallmark movie? Hallmark Christmas. Um, I uh, be, because I I, I don't I, <laughs> I choose I choose not to I uh, it's one of those I, nothing against Hallmark movies I just think they're sort of a a certain type of project and right. I and I prefer to play sort of characters that are a little more layered than those right. are. Right. They're a little more sort of campy, fun, up the middle, you know, nice guys and right. smiley guys. And that's just not me. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't interest me as an actor. I, I don't think it's close to me as a, as a person. Right. Um, not saying that I can't be like happy or smiley or, you know, things are great, but they, they don't show the same way. Right. So uh, that's, so yeah, that's why. That's, but yeah, there was that there was that period, like right, like near, I guess, like the last couple seasons where they were basically like poaching all of you guys for TV movies. Yeah, well, that was that was sort of the the run, though. I'm sure you remember, like when TV movies were the shit. You had like four oh, yeah. networks, and they all made these TV movies, and we got paid tons of fucking money for these. Oh really my god, I can only imagine. But you know, they were on like NBC and. Right. CBS and ABC. And so you'd be dumb to say no to them because literally we made off one TV movie. We would make what we made from a season of the show. It was, God, it was insane. insane. Well, and you'd and then, for like 13 days or something. Yeah, totally. You'd, you'd fly to Canada cause they all right. shot there. It was cheap to shoot there. Right. And, uh, so you'd be in Vancouver for like three weeks and that's then you'd be home and you'd fucking live it up for the rest yeah. of the year. God, that's amazing. Yeah. And now all that's changed. I mean, now because of all the, the networks, you know, and, yeah. and all the channels, everybody pays you like five bucks. And it's you still takes, have to go to Vancouver, though. Right. You still have to go to Vancouver and they yeah. shoot it in 13 days still, but they only pay you five dollars. <laughs> so there's <laughs> by yourself there. Yeah. Totally. You have to put yourself up, furnish <laughs> your own place. Yeah. So what are what are you guys doing for the holidays? We're uh we have kids, man. We're we're staying here. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm staying at home and we're you know, we're I'm putting lights on the house and we're decorating the tree and we're 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 seeing Santa and we're doing all the normal uh Christmas stuff. Yeah. Right. What about you, Derek? Same here, kid, Christmas, lights, all You're that. not traveling or anything? No, no. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to be. Just nowhere to be. Yeah. Just home That's for the holidays. Are you, are you upset saying that, or are you? Or no. Are you like? Are you settled to to your that you're not going to travel or? I'm, you I'm yeah. sort of. You seem like begrudgingly sort of. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Like, yeah, I'm just staying home. Yeah, I meant I'm to sound home. very. You know, content. I've got the kid and not going to park. Santa's going to you know come. He'll probably die coming down my you know my <laughs> right, chimney right, right. tight and. 
You sound like fucking Eeyore. Christmas bullshit. <clears throat> I'm, I get to stay home this Christmas. I'm so, fucking, I'm so excited. A in, a, in a, like a wooden teepee or something. I, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so excited I get to be home tail? for Christmas. And oh. Brian keeps interrupting me. And it, it just it's so exciting. I'm so ecstatic for it. Is that I, better? So, so again, it, it's it's actually better that I was interrupting you because you didn't sell that very well. No, you did not. <laughs> no. And I'm not alone. I, we're missing out on traveling at the holidays, which is a nightmare. Totally. That that you're you're uh, that sucked. That yeah. you're yeah. Yeah. Let's try that again, Derek. What are you doing for Christmas? The normal thing, and I'm very happy to be doing it. We're going to be home. Uh, my daughter Wait, stop, and I have to get stop. Some. You can't just say I'm very happy, and then that makes you happy. Jesus Christ! That's well, no, it's not. It's in the delivery. You have to. You have to sound okay. With I can it. act. I know how. <laughs> you sound sort of like begrudgingly. You know, that's just yeah. what it is, and it's not. Like, do you have a Christmas parade in your town, or I don't know? Like, that's already happened. Hang a Santa? Is that a? What are you? Are you? Is that a lynching joke, Damien? Because I don't, I don't know if that goes over too well. Well, I don't know what they do down in the south anymore. Damn it! What are you making batches of fucking hooch for everybody? What, <laughs> right, what? Yeah. Yes, both I of yours. Imagine like something like a steel magnolias situation where you all just sit around like eating corn and <clears throat> and harvest festivaling. Oh, you're from the <laughs> festivaling. It's a good word. Festivaling. Oh. Festival. I like that. Do you get snow there, Derek? Uh, occasionally. Oh. Usually well, not till after Christmas. January, February, we'll get a little. How but... cold does it get there? <laughs> Are you coming on to me? Cold enough to. <laughs> oh, no. Do you need to get warm? Yeah. <laughs> if it gets cold enough. Uh, I mean, it, it was, you know, it was low 30s last night. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't get much below the 20s. Wow. You guys were actually colder than Philly last night. Yeah. Some, it, it, right. There was one day last week we were colder than uh, Anchorage. They, they, Whoa. We, we, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Anchorage dark for six months out of yeah. the year. Right, right. <laughs> You like isn't like their summer high a thirty two temperature in in Anchorage. Yeah, they were like they were thirty eight and we were twenty four or something. Wow, Jesus Christ! What are you we, doing for Christmas, Damien? Were you outside in shorts and a t shirt? I was. Seeing your dryer vent, climbing on your house like Spider Man. That's what I, I am do. Christmasing my ass off this year. I uh, started with the trip to London. Nice. Uh, which was amazing because they, you know, they skip Thanksgiving, so they go right to Christmas after Halloween. So I went early November, mid-November, so they were already up and running. It's pretty crazy that we still celebrate, like, the day that we stole land from people. And, and, and that, it's know. not just the stealing of the land, but it's also, like, the wide-scale genocide. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a, weird, it's a weird fucking holiday. Like, I don't know. I don't understand how we still se- – There's is there yeah. something really to celebrate on that day, it's I odd. Mean, if you get away from the whole like genocide and just go to a day of gratitude, that would be right. one thing. A day, a day of food, a day of right. like, right. right, like the fattening of the calf kind of thing. Maybe we're talking about like you know Christmas is even if you're Jewish. Uh, this is just my opinion and and hers, but even if you're Jewish, like Christmas isn't a isn't a religious holiday anymore. It's much more right. about you know so. 
why not just have everybody celebrate it? Why, exactly. if, if you're Jewish, why would you not let your kids listen to the music and decorate a tree? It's not about being fucking anything. You know, it's not being another religion. It, it has nothing to do with right. Like ninety percent of the Christmas music has nothing to do with religion, and then it becomes, for, you know, for a lot of people, like avoiding that stuff. Yeah, totally. You know, so these these kids get to like spend their their holiday season like dodging music. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Like, don't go into that store. The they're store's going, oh, yeah, they're they're yeah. against Jesus. Like, ah, oh, shit, they're Christmas caught me again. Yeah, yeah I, I would love to see, yeah, I'd love to see Christmas and Thanksgiving just evolve into, like, celebrations of family and gratitude and all that stuff. And I would like to see Halloween just move to the last Saturday of October. Halloween, honestly, is one of my favorite holidays. That's the greatest I love holiday. Halloween. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. But if they moved it to the last Saturday, then that way kids would never have to worry about, like, Getting home from school in time to get out and go, you know, go trick or treating. Like the next day, we wouldn't have to worry about the school. Yeah, it makes sense. And we, we would all know when to have a Halloween party. We had this discussion last week, Damien. What's your favorite Christmas film? My favorite Christmas film. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's it's hard. It, it's hard for me because there are some that sort of toe the line. Like right. I'm a big I'm a big fan of uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, but is that a Christmas film the, or a Halloween, a Halloween film? movie? Right. See. Yeah. Some people do. It's it's sort of it's an argument. Yeah. So I you know like I just went to Seneca Falls this weekend, which is the town that inspired Bedford Falls from It's a Wonderful Life. Mm -hmm. So I have a new appreciation for that movie because I forgot that it was actually a comedy right. uh, because it's about suicide. Right. Um, but I love The Ref. Which is a funny topic. Oh, it's hilarious. Right. Especially yeah. when done by like old-timey people. Yeah, totally. Uh, no, I love The Ref. I know everyone's like, Dyer. No, the, the Ref was really funny. I love that movie. It's great. I mean, it's yeah, got one of the greatest fucking awesome. yeah. um, I love The Ref for like the, ir like the irreverent Christmas movie. In the same way that people love Die Hard as a Christmas movie, and for like a classic, like if I'm going to sit down and watch a Christmas movie that makes me cry, um, ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's it's a it's a multi-layered question. <laughs> yeah, it's really meaningful because there is. aren't like I'm trying to think of you know like a pure Christmas movie. Yeah, it's hard. The Ref though is a really good movie. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't think about that, but that was actually. I used to I used to make watch that because I thought it was so good. Oh yeah, I mean the performances alone. That whole that that scene that Kevin Spacey had where he's like beating the Christmas tree with the uh, uh, yes. with the poker from the fireplace, uh -huh. and you know the corpse still has the floor is fucking uh -huh. it's awesome. Excuse whole, the fuck out yeah. of me! Excuse me! Excuse me! The corpse uh, has the floor. Now I'm still looking. I'm looking at movies. So I also love The Night Before, which is a recent edition. Right. Um, I really love that. I love the vibe of that one. Oh, God, there are some good ones. You know what? The end of Home Alone never fails to kill me. When he which, looks outside and sees... Oh, the original one. He looks outside and sees his neighbor reuniting with his son. Seeing the old man? Yes. Yeah. The, no, the, the yeah. old man with the shovel? Yeah. Yeah. I actually... My, my kids watch that a lot and uh, because they, they love all those scenes. But yeah, that, that end one is, is good. It's really yeah. good. I did not know until I, last Muppet Christmas. Christmas Carol. I did not. The Muppet Christmas Carol oh. is just untouchable. Muppet Christmas Carol is the definitive Dickens version. Yeah. Yeah. Because it actually yeah, uses a narrator with, with Gonzo as Dickens. Yes. There you it, go. Is a, it is a joy. And Derek, you would know. Derek yeah. saw the uh, the Muppets live. Just so you I know. I did. Wait. On ice or? I no, went to the, saw, I went to the he, Hollywood he went to, Bowl. Uh, 
show. He went to the what was it the uh, the Hollywood Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. He went to the Hollywood Bowl and it was the Muppets live. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. I did a panel with the Muppets at Comic Con two years ago. I know, and I still yeah. hate you for that. Holy shit. <laughs> Talk about like another one of those greatest moments of my life was yeah. like looking down this panel and seeing like Fozzie and Kermit and, and awesome. my fav- my favorite being Pepe. Yeah, it was unreal. Too bad that show didn't last. It did not. <laughs> that show never amounted to anything. Yeah. Mm. And, it, you know, it was getting so much better by the time it got canceled, which is always mm. the case. They, uh, there's a thing in L.A. There's a, a Jim Henson exhibit, and it's uh, it, it's pretty good. They have like Muppet Show stuff. They have stuff from uh, from like Sesame Street and all sort of the Fraggles. old stuff they did, Labyrinth and Fraggle Rock and all that stuff. Do they it's have awesome. the, like the weird ones from their first season on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, they do. Those, oh. those weird sort of genderless like blob yes. puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so, like two. They were creepy as hell. It was strange, I, but yeah. that guy was a fucking genius, man. God, yeah. Jim Henson did did unbelievable things with puppets. I went back over Thanksgiving watching some of the episodes from that ABC short-lived show. I had forgotten there was an episode where Gonzo buys Ian's house. Brian. Oh, my Wait, God. What? There's an episode where Gonzo is buying Ian's earrings house. Are you serious? Yeah, I forgot Ian's in the episode. Like, I had totally forgotten about that. Wow. Ian's in the episode? Yeah, he's in a hot tub with Gonzo. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I didn't know that. That's I have have a whole new Yeah, I have a whole new love of Ian. I I didn't I didn't know that. That's amazing. (laughs) That's incredible. He's gonna be buying his house in LA? Yeah, it was it was uh Gonzo and Pepe and uh, there was another one. Was it Scooter was with him? I can't remember, but they're Gonzo's looking at buying a house and it ends up being Ian's house that he's that's awesome that the real estate agent's showing him. That's funny. The, the year I did the um, the Muppets panel, the panel right after it that I moderated was with Ian for Sharknado. Sharknado. For Sharknado. <laughs> yeah. Didn't didn't you say he's uh, that Ian's doing the new uh, Swamp Thing? What is it? Swamp Thing? Yeah. Series. Is he really? He's gonna yeah. be the blue. What uh, what yeah. network is that on? Uh, That's gonna it, be the DC Universe. Yeah, it's gonna be on D- DC's got a streaming service now, and it's gonna be Ooh. on that. He's gonna be the Blue Devil. When did this break? Yesterday. I thought you re- you tweeted this, Damien. No, yeah, I did wrong. not. Yeah. I was I was so busy yesterday because I had a what's it called? A um, I was doing a panel last night for Gotham. Oh, I think Deadline had it. Maybe I can't remember. But thing, yeah, uh, good for him, man. That's a great. Di- that's a good gig. Awesome. It's very cool. Ian's a super nice guy. Oh my really, god! I mean, such he, a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, super nice. Like deserves deserves all shit that he gets. It's yeah. it's it's really yeah. He's really he's really guy. great. Yeah. He's awesome. I, uh, and he's like he has handled the whole the the Tara Reed stuff so well. Whew. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a that's a tough one. That really is, and he has always like maintained you know professionalism and upbeat and just handled like you know when she's been pulled out of you know interviews or she's she was pulled off of a panel once. Right was before. she really? Oh yeah. For yeah. what? How uh, do you get pulled she, off of a panel? 
It was at Comic-Con. I think it was like yeah. the second year of a Sharknado. And uh, they decided not to have her on the panel the, after uh, she had a... At the last minute, like she was sitting down? No, no, no. <laughs> they, like, just, they just announced at the panel like, that she wasn't able to join them that day. Yeah. I thought they came in with one of those like sort of hook things and pulled her off the right, stage. They just yanked her. They just, <laughs> three men just showed up and took her away. Showtime at the Apollo. The clown comes yeah. out yeah. sweeping her yeah. off stage. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they all did a shuffle. Yeah. 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 No, they just like announced like she was on it. Like she was she wasn't feeling well. Right. Yeah. Right. She's asleep right now. <laughs> Crazy. So he, what, uh, what I guess I is on? in Thailand right now. He's doing. Uh, what's it called? Zombie Tsunami. Which is oh, a, a new Anthony C. Ferrante movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it's something that uh, that he sort of put together and is producing, and it's a sci-fi thing. And uh, awesome, man. He's there. He he sent us uh, some pictures. I think so they he's changed, having a good time there. I think they oh, changed the name of it. I'm trying to remember what the name of it is now. Oh oh, really? It's not Zombie Tsunami anymore. No, it's uh, Zombie. God, I can't remember what it is. I have well, no, there'll be, no there'll be some sort of tsunami that happens in the real world and they won't be able to use it anyway. Right. Well, it's good for us. You know, Derek and I have this uh, this ongoing sort of script idea for for a movie called Bearnami, uh, which is just a tsunami full of bears for no reason. I like it. I like yeah. it. And then uh, and then the sequels are we have uh, we have Snake Alanch, Spider Ooh. Gust, and Hippocane. Hippocane. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So those will be the sequels. Yeah. Now yeah, they won't. He, they won't have anything to do with Baranami. It won't be like Baranami Two or Baranami Three. Oh, you're not going to have a shared universe. No, 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 no. These are the only thing that's shared are the actors. Like I, I'm in the film for some. I'm in all the films for some reason. But it's all you know. It's all these like crazy things. Like you know, snake avalanche. Like there's an avalanche full of snakes that kill people, and right. of course I'm there. And will you be playing the same character in each? No, I'll be playing a different character. Uh, okay. It'll be a different story. It'll be a you know different different location, different time. Um, right. But it'll we're really our idea is to really play to the the comedy of it. You know, do something almost for like a comedy central or something. Right, right. right. Like Will do a comedy. Can your character at least in one of them be called Ian Ziering? No, it's they're all though they're they're all. All the character names are related to the film somehow. So, like in Bear Nami, his name will be Teddy something, right. Ted something. Uh, you know, so everything oh it'll all be related and, and right. really stupid. So, like um, Finn Shepherd, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. I like it. I like it a lot. I Thanks. I, co- I, w- I will cover this. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever get made, but thank you. I appreciate. it. Well, you know what? Someone's going to hear this and they're going to take it to Sci-Fi, and it will be on the air by. Oh. All nine of our listeners. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm most excited for Hippocane. That's our empire. That's our that's Hippocane, our empire. I mean, that's going to be some serious CGI work that you're going to have to yeah, do. You're, you know, you're most excited for Hippocane thing. because you came up with it. Let's. let's I didn't come up with Hippocane. Up. I didn't come up with well, Hippocane. You came up with Hippocane. Did I really? Yes. Well, that's not why you I'm excited for it. I didn't even think I came up with that. No, I came up with Baranami and Snake Lanch and Spider Gust. I still think Hippocane sounds like. I like Spider Gust, where it's just like a soft wind. Yeah, it's just a gust. It's just <laughs> right. like you don't need a high a wind to move spider. Breeze, but with uh, you know, with with like 
all these dangerous spiders in it that right. like blows from some strange place. And, you know, so it's literally like somebody steps out and, you know, when you have that normal, like that, that beauty wind that, that women have yes. around all these spiders come with it, like black widows and brown yeah. recluse. And, and like, like the they're all that always seems to follow Beyonce around. Totally. Totally. But, but imagine if that wind was, was full of like, you know, these Deadly right. spiders. It's like brown recluses. It's like yeah. the birds, but with spiders. Spider guts. Yeah. Because yeah. I won't lie, like I have there. My search history involves a lot of looking up uh, brown recluse spider bite photos. There, there you go. There you uh, go. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird hobby, Damien. Dude, you know what? Ever since Doctor Pimple Popper, I just can't <laughs> stop looking up weird shit. Ever since what? Doctor Pimple Popper. Have you not heard of her? No. So she is a very she's a beautiful dermatologist in California, and she and she only pops pimples, only pimples, really pimples, blackheads, um, dilated ports of whiner, which I didn't even know. Which they're just like giant blackheads, cysts. Oh my god, it's amazing. God. Yeah, and her Instagram it, it, it led to she has a, a show on TLC now. Just popping zits. Just popping zits. That's insane. It's awesome. Jesus Christ! I don't know if I, I don't know if that woman's ever been to medical school. I don't know about that name. She is doc. <laughs> it's listen. It's, I went to Doctor. I, I was gonna say that that reminds <laughs> me a lot of that reminds me a lot of Doctor Tadoff, Brian. I, I went to Doctor Tadoff, and Doctor Tadoff is now closed. Yeah. Now was this to no, get one of your tattoos down. removed? Yes. Yes. It was. And which did it? Did, have you since found someone to take it off? I, uh, I have a few more like steps to do, like a few more sessions, but, uh, people don't realize it. They don't, they don't notice it now. So I I don't know. Right. Did Uh, Megan get her Marilyn removed? She got her Marilyn removed. Um, I'm still there. All the, all the stuff on her shoulder and her ribs, that's all still there. Yeah. But the Marilyn, I guess because of the, the tragedy behind her, her death and her life, um, Megan was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to walk around with that." Yeah, especially now. And, and especially now, I mean, you know, that incredible interview she gave this week. You know, like it's, it's, you know. Plus, there's also like for acting that you know a, a, a tattoo right there does prove to be problematic sometimes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and, and it was, and it was, it was a really nice tattoo. The guy that did it did an amazing yeah, job. Great work. Yeah. No, this guy Mark Mahoney is unbelievable with like black and white like pictures of people. It's it's really amazing. He does them. They look much more like pencil sketches than tattoos, but, uh, it was just one of those like, yeah, that's, that's not really an appropriate tattoo for her life and for kids to see and for her to see every day. And yeah, that really was a powerful interview she gave. Yeah. It was an incredible interview this week. And, you know, and that was like, what was really cool was how aware of all of that she was back then. Yeah. You know. She, uh, you couldn't tell by this show because it's so stupid. But uh, it, <laughs> you know, Megan and I really, really like talk about things. And I mean, she's really fucking intelligent. And really, uh, she like far beyond what people realize. Right. And uh, uh, you know, that's that that interview was one of those examples where people go, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's way more intelligent than we thought. And it's like, no, she's way more intelligent than that interview was. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, if people were paying attention, they would have realized that when she was on New Girl, because she was so fucking funny on that show. 
She was so good. Oh yeah. my god! Like it was like a revelation how good she was on that show to the point where I was like, "Yeah, I don't need. I don't know if they need to bring back Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. This works, yeah. Megan." Yeah, it's uh, people don't realize like what we do, what this industry is, is it's fucking hard. I there, yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. You know, it's not just. It's not just as an actor delivering. The the right. writers have to deliver. The uh, the cinematographer has to deliver. The editor has to deliver. The sound work. It's all of these things have to magically come together for something to be amazing. And you know, you as an actor, you read a script and you go, yeah, it's a really good script. And then all of a sudden, you see the finished thing and you go, ah, it could have been better. And right. there there are just there are a lot of steps and a lot of things that have to come together the right way. And and people don't realize it. They sit back and they 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 sort of judge the whole thing and they, you know, everyone's got their opinion about what oh, you did. God, and yeah. it's and it's not you're just as an actor, you're one small part of a mm-hmm. big of a big yeah. puzzle. And people don't realize it. People don't no. realize like how many people go into making something. So Oh my God, yeah. It is it, it really is amazing. Like because because you know, I, you and I have both been on sets. We see right. how many people. So when you're online and you see these like complaints or them bitching about like a storyline, and it's like they put all the blame on a producer or one of the actors. It's like you have no idea the chain right. of yeah. command. A simple storyline has totally. To yeah, that that storyline like you know changed hands with a hundred different people mm-hmm. before it was approved right. and before it was shot. Right. So and it was probably written eight different times. It's, uh, I always said to people, like, you know, people gave me, uh, I, I got really good reviews for the Sarah Connor Chronicles for that show. And that show was just really good. It was really well written. It was really well thought out. It was, you know, Josh Friedman's amazing. The writing staff was amazing. I mean, we had, we had amazing actors and Garrett Dillahunt. And it, I mean, we yeah. just, from every, you know, from one episode to the next, it was like, Jesus Christ. We had like amazing guest stars and amazing, yeah. amazing post-production sound and visual effects. And we had all these things and everybody was really working hard. And it wasn't, you know, I was getting, I was getting good reviews, but it was like, I wasn't doing anything different from what I had done before. I was right. just given something that was really good and had the right people to finish it. Right. And, and that's, and everything is literally, it's just one step away from that. It's like, you can, you can do something and people go, oh, it's really good, but it's there are all these other people that make it really good. It's not it's not necessarily just the actor. Our job as actors is to be good no matter what we do. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the finished product is going to be good. Exactly. Someone may watch right. something and go, yeah, Brian was really good in that. The the show sucked. But, you know, that was <laughs> right. or or, you know, but you have no fucking control over it. Yeah. It's it's amazing how many times I shoot scenes and then I see them edited and they to me, I, I'm a big fan of like the acting that happens between lines. Like I'm sort of, I'm one of those, like, why does somebody say what they're saying? Like the, you know, they're, they're right. either, they're, they're telling their truth and they're getting a reaction from it or they're lying. And so I, you know, I want to see those wheels turning and all that. And there are some editors that cut all that shit out and just make it about lines. Yeah, it's like, exactly. well, you know, from line to line, it's like, well, the lines are fucking meaningless without what got the person there. But right. like there's got to be an emotional context to things. Totally. Yeah, I, I believe. I mean, that's that's yeah. sort of that's my belief. And, and my, it's also, you know, it's, and, and what I follow. 
especially with something like Sarah Connor, where like if people actually saw an unsweetened episode without like the sound effects and the post and all that stuff, you you would look at it and be like, okay, that performance seems weird because it doesn't have all the like the sweetening around it. Right, right. Yep. But that show, the thing, the thing that was really good about that show was that they not only appreciated, but they they begged for those moments between yeah. lines. Like they gave us, they gave us room to sort of breathe and live the characters and do that stuff. And they, they, they embraced it all. They were like, you know, fucking bring it on. And so we would, we would take a scene that was, that was a page and a half scene and make it a five page scene, sure. literally of just silence of just like thinking between things. And they, right. they would keep all of it and you'd watch episodes and you'd wow. think, Jesus, they kept all of that shit right. and, and they did. And, but it was one of the few shows which you, yeah. yeah, you very rarely see that on network. Yeah. I, yeah. It's one of the things to me that made like Seinfeld so brilliant was they, they weren't afraid to keep all of those moments between lines and between yeah. jokes. And right. that's, that's to me what made the, the meat of the characters was those moments between. And a lot of shows that, you know, and editors just cut that out and, and people like that. And that's, right. That's their yeah, thing. It's just that it's that not my tight thing. Tight forty-two minutes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's why it, everyone loves working on streaming now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah I, Megan and I were having a conversation. You know what? The the thing that's tough about all those networks is it's like you can you can do a show for Netflix or you know streaming somewhere else and you can get great reviews, but you get paid paid really. Well. Uh, yeah you know, on a network. And, and so right. it's, it's that, do you want money now or do you want money later? Right. And, right. and some people want money right now. And if you want it right now, you have to settle. Yeah. That's what you got to settle. Right. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Just is what it is. And then you get, you get bad reviews and it's like, you know, and you have to live with that. Right. Like, yeah. It's yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting money. <laughs> so yeah. It's a shame. That's, that's it's a your shame, argument. Yeah, you know? it is. It's a weird business. Yeah, Derek. Hi, hi, hey, Derek. There he is. <laughs> I like listening to you two talk. Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that was that was a good little nappy time moment for for yeah. Derek. No, you I went out. Did you put up lights while we were talking? I've enjoyed. Yeah, the tree's up. It's yeah. good. <laughs> you you did Wait, all your Christmas the tree is, the tree and is Christmas up, shopping. Right? The tree is up. I promise okay. you. <laughs> You did, you did all your Christmas shopping and gift wrapping while we were talking about business. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we can hear the paper being cut. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I've so since I've never done this show before, how how often do you do this, and how long do these episodes usually run? Well, so you know what? I'm gonna let Derek talk now because <laughs> Derek, Derek hasn't talked for a while, and. Right. You know what? We as an audience are sick of hearing Derek gift wrapping. So, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Derek, I'll, I'll put, I'll, let me give the right. people less of what Take they don't away. put that aside. Excuse me for a minute. Okay. Um, uh, we, 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 we've been pretty consistent about being weekly here in these last few weeks after the wildfires and everything. We've not been able to do uh, what we were doing because Brian had to evacuate. Jesus. Uh, are you back in now? Back in now. Well, so not only did I have to evacuate, but Megan and I, luckily, we moved like a week and a half before the fires. So oh, God, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we still live in an area that that was evacuated, but I had the whole thing of like because of the evacuation, not being able to set up my studio or set up, yeah. you know, 
this room. So it was, it took a while. So yeah, we missed a few weeks. We went on a hiatus. That, that thing was just, and I mean, it's still burning, isn't it? No, it's a hundred percent contained. Wow. See, they never advertise that. Yeah. It, uh, it's done, but it's, uh, now we're dealing with it's raining a little bit, so, oh, we're so you get those mudslides. mudslides. Yeah, yeah, it's fun stuff. Because they had that problem last year in Pasadena. Fucking just never enough. When I'm it rains, it pours. It's they, crazy. I'm telling you, God is giving you guys a sign. Uh, <laughs> he is done with California. Apparently, yeah. Apparently Cause so. Because you guys also have humidity now, which is a new phenomenon. Do we? I, I I haven't I haven't heard about that. I haven't okay. uh, I haven't experienced any. Last summer it was so humid in L.A. Was it really? Oh, it was disgusting. I was like, all right, I just left this shit in Philly. It's supposed to be like, yeah, nice. the East Coast is way worse though. The, I, oh I mean, yeah, it's like living in a mouth here sometimes. Ugh. I was Megan and I were in New York uh, one summer when she was shooting uh, Turtles, the first oh, one, yeah. and it was so fucking humid. It just oh. so it's ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah. No, that's the only thing. I mean, that's the but the great thing is like because of TCA, the Television Critics event and Comic-Con, I'll spend like half the summer in L.A. You know, so I get to avoid a lot of the East Coast summer. But now that you guys like the, it was humid last year, it was a heat wave. I was like, I can go back home and get this. I, have it, it's off. still not. It's still. Wait, hold on. It's still not the East Coast. It's still it's not, not as bad as the East Coast. Not yet. It's, no, not, it's not. It's not, it's not Florida humidity. Right. I mean, right. It, it's not. <laughs> It's not to the point where you're like, Jesus, I need fucking out of here. And, and you know, East Coast, you're like, Jesus Christ, I need oh my out. God. This sucks. It's so bad it drives you to go to New Jersey for the yeah. beaches. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, you're, and you're wearing a, a sweatshirt. Like as proof. But though Cape May is not like a typical <laughs> Jersey Shore. It's more like Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. It's very close. It's, like, like it's, 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 it's sort of a weird desert, desert yeah. part of Jersey. No, it's just like it's all like Victorian mansions and homes and it's historic and it's really it's very it's not like tourist it's, it's touristy, but it's not like the boardwalk. It's not gross. It's really beautiful homes and, and history tours. And it's really phenomenal. Is it, is it bad history, though? I mean, what, what you're explaining, well, you know, is most it, of our history is kind of yeah. shitty. Yeah, it's a little uh, shady. Yeah. yeah, but it's mostly like the history in this town is like this built like this giant hotel burnt down and then half the town burnt down and they rebuilt it. And this is, this was a port where they watched, you know, for army, you know, like ships to come in and things like that. It's not like this is where we traded human beings. <laughs> well, almost. Yeah. But I was like in Savannah, I was in Savannah back in November or October. And, uh, I mean, that's a gorgeous town, but like everywhere you go, you're like, Oh yeah. The yeah. fucking history just, yeah. You're like, Oh, that's not so great. Crazy. Sorry about yeah. that one. It's insane. Yeah, but at least the houses are cool. <laughs> right. That's yeah. that's the one upside to all of the downsides of all our history. Horrible things that you did at humanity. least left great right. architecture. But the houses, yeah, the architecture is amazing. The design, the gardens are beautiful. Oh, yeah. See, but we don't we don't even smell no. so fresh. Yeah, we don't even have that in Mississippi. We just have the racism. And the, right. Sorry. Have the, uh, sorry for you know all right. that. Or at least some of us are. We have the river. <laughs> What is that a positive? I don't know if that's a selling point. We have a river. I don't know. Do you guys claim that? Like, is that your like your town pride? No, it doesn't come through here. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Derek. Derek's never said anything about being on the river. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the river. Now. Yeah. 
See, I think you're missing out. It's like people who live in New York and never go to Central Park. It's the only place where we can casino legally we on the river. Oh, yeah, like New Orleans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, listen, I have to jump off because I've got to break some news at 4 p.m. about another show. Because so you have something better to do than this stupid podcast. Well, I do have a job. Do, do you want to break it here because this won't be up before 4 p.m.? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you won't actually be breaking anything. Is it exciting? Does it involve well, Brian? It's exciting that there's a character, they're announcing a, a character that will be coming to DC uh, Universe's Stargirl. Is it Joel McHale? Joel McHale, like the, the soup host? He's going to be on Stargirl. Is he a fucking superhero now? Is that, yeah. is that, is is that, that the story? Thing? Yeah, he's going to yeah. be... Uh, he actually, he really flies in real life. What's his yeah. name? I don't, I don't, can't remember who he's playing, but he's going to be on Stargirl. That's, um, that's interesting. That's a choice. I did not realize that. He's, um, he's an interesting character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, they're going to do Wildcat. Ooh, like the golden age version of Wildcat. They're they're doing some JSA stuff with that, aren't they? Because I saw exactly. Lou, Lou Ferrigno Jr. is going to be on yeah. the show too. I didn't even know there yeah. was a Lou Ferrigno Jr. Oh yeah, in fact, his Instagram is really entertaining. Lou Ferrigno Jr.'s. Yeah. Nice. I met yeah. Lou Ferrigno. He blew me off. <laughs> yeah. God, blown off by Lou Ferrigno, dude. Kind of awesome, right? I like, got blown up. I got blown up by two people, by Lou Ferrigno, and I was like, "He's awesome." And Sting. Oh, but Sting blew you off because he was just going to go sit and have tantric sex with himself. No, Sting. He's right. like, I have to go meditate and Sting play the was, flute. It was we we were. Uh, I was at a restaurant and I was like, "That's fucking Sting." And I walked over and I was like, "Dude, I I, I like not only did I grow up listening to music, like my my I used to sing one of your songs to my." Uh, ex-girlfriend's stomach when she was pregnant oh, God. and and he was like okay this is my wife and like just literally blew me off and i was like dude you're fucking sting that's awesome <laughs> yeah and, and didn't care at all that. totally as you should damien tell folks where they can find you before you jump off here uh you can find me at damien holbrook on twitter and at damien holbrook on instagram and then you can also find me on tvinsider.com and inside the pages of tv guide magazine on stands now there you go done deal thanks for coming and doing this shitty podcast thanks for having me this was great of the shitty podcasts i've done this was the the shittiest Wait a minute! You've, there you go. Wait a minute! Hey, We've we, done uh, podcasts we, we together previously. Be <laughs> Trying to be the shittiest of all that of them. So thank you. Excelled. If you're going to do something, do it the best. Wait, wait, Damien. We've hosted podcasts together. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you saying to me right now? <laughs> Actually, yeah. House House of, of Starkville was pretty shitty. No. <laughs> <gasps> How dare but you, this sir? One, but this one is the shittiest. Back. Pretty awesome. I, you. I hope you will have me back. <laughs> I. I We'll, we'll see if we even come back. We may be canceled after this one. I don't know. It's true. I, I, I could be the, the nail in your coffin. I've been I've been wishing for cancellation for a while, and apparently you don't get canceled from podcasts, which oh. I didn't know. So you have to cancel yourself? Yeah, oh. basically. Yeah. That's so it's fun. like those people who say like they're going off social media, but they never really do. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, have a great holiday, and hopefully I will talk to you both soon, okay? Dude, thanks, thanks, Damien. Man. Good meeting you. See you guys. Good meeting you too. Bye. Bye. Oh, there you go. Good times. And he's gone. Good times. Was oh. that show any better than any other one? Yes. I don't. Really? Yeah, I suck. Yeah, you do. Yeah, thanks. I. But we already knew that. Play us out. Yes. What are we listed? Yes. To? 
Oh, shit. Do I even have my phone? I do. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I quit. Um, yeah. Podcast music. There we go. That's it. Um, oh, okay. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig through the crates a bit okay. because uh, most people won't know this one, but uh, hip hop heads will, and if they don't, they can go fuck, they can go fuck themselves. Dig through the crates. We've got uh, top the, men working on the it. The artist the artist is Gift of Gab, and the song is The Ritz. All right, we'll go out. So to that. Uh, good luck finding that one. Okay, Brian. If you do enjoy. Is on Instagram. Art unt you unt that unt guy. I'm on Instagram at WD. Thumbs up. That was fucking. Now you you gave the right uh, the right handle. There. I did my Is best. That what, that's what that's called, right? A handle. That's it. Nice. I, I did my best. Social media is at with backpod and online with backpod.com. We will see you guys next time on with Brian Austin Green. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Thanks. Duck pilot, jump into your mental when you hear what rhyme inventions I've been into. Just a clear cut, uncut dope without delusion. It's the sheer rough. All great skills that I'm inflicting in the rear cut. Now jump spot, peeping my competition here. But mere mortels could never dwell up in my sphere. Pluck thoughts, inferior years come and go. It's about to be one here, cause now is all I know. And here's what they want up jump, the frequencies, the leer jet speed like sound surrounding, pounding in your eardrum. Watch out now, make preparation for it. Here it comes. For centuries to come and then some Rhymes menthol without the hedges and the bend, son Time gets stalled, the rapper's head is just an emblem On my wall, I like to welcome MCs inside of my melodical monsters ball And yes, yes, yes Let's sit, oh. rappers have oh. rock flip scripts Come to dwell up the mints Putting down the rinse MCs walk within the round part of weight Jump they own zone where they drift Putting down the rinse Look out below, Sharky Got a new machine and now I'm feeling kinda cocky When I grab a pen I hit a theme song for Rocky Rhymes intoxicating like a warm cup of sake Sake to me, rocket through the clean, never sloppy I could get you higher than the seed of a poppy Choppy rhyme jalopy, mopping opposition, stopping carpy, copy, rock me, I'll be rocking, knocking, starting wars in your apartment lobby, golly. Rhyming like a simple slime and timing off in profit. Gobbling all the marks, I'm off and flying in the stock.